Just Man's the Podcast. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of Just Man's the Podcast. I am living my best damn life right now, you guys. Why? Because I'm sitting on my couch, which if you've been following along with Lucas and I's move into our new apartment, you know that we've been waiting on this damn couch for like 95 million years. It's finally here and I do not plan on leaving it once today. My ass is sitting on the couch for the rest of the day. I also have some other exciting news for you guys. I passed my CPT exam. So if you guys are new here, I, well, first of all, hi, I'm Amanda. I don't think I told you guys that I am Amanda, the host of Just Man's The Podcast. If you guys are new here, I have been studying to get my personal trainer's certificate for pretty much the past, ooh, nine months. Yeah, nine months. It's been a long time coming and I took the exam last Thursday. So about a week and a half from today. And I passed. I was super stressed out about it because I took the exam during our move in week. And if I'm going to be honest, I'm a good student if I apply myself, but because I had so many other things going on, like moving into a new place and being eight months pregnant, it was hard for me to really sit down and take the time to study. I ended up studying a lot from like 9 p.m. to midnight and, you know, it paid off in the end. It would have been really awkward if I came back here and told you guys that I didn't pass my exam and it would have been really stressful and just annoying to have to retake it or try to get another test date. I'm so happy that I passed. If you guys are in the same position in studying for your personal trainer's certificate, specifically if you guys are doing it through NASM, which is the National Academy of Sports Medicine, Let me know if you guys would be interested in me doing a kind of sit down YouTube video explaining how I studied and how I passed the exam because when I was studying for it, I definitely was thinking to myself, oh shit, I hope I'm studying things that are actually going to be on the exam because it's pretty dense. There's a lot of material that they provide you when you purchase the textbooks to study for the exam. So sometimes you might feel a little bit lost on what exactly you should be retaining in terms of information. But yeah, if that's something that you guys would be interested in me doing, kind of walking you through how I studied for it and how I ultimately passed the exam, just let me know. Shoot me a DM. It is a little weird being 34 weeks pregnant and just getting your personal personal trainer's certificate because I want to apply it like right away. I'm just that type of person that when I get something, I want to just act on it. But I'm not really in a position where I can move around and exercise a lot on my own. My exercises have been pretty much just walking, stretching, bouncing on the exercise ball because that's supposed to flip my breech baby. Also, if you guys are new here, I'm 34 weeks pregnant and my baby is currently breech. Still has been for like you know, I think he's been this way for the whole pregnancy, but since my 32 week ultrasound, he was breached. So a lot of bouncing on the ball. However, what I was saying is I think it's such a weird position to be in being pregnant and getting your, your CPT because I have to wait like a full two, three, maybe even four months to really apply it, which is not a big deal. It could be a worse situation, but I'm just very impatient and I want to start teaching classes and starting that training process. But I think I really need to wait until at least 40 days after this baby pops out. I'm also getting the book the first 40 days, which is all about postpartum and how a lot of all other cultures really allow the mother to take those 40 days postpartum to nourish your body and heal your body and just kind of allow yourself to slow down and process basically the trauma that can be childbirth or the transitional moment of childbirth. So yeah, I'm actually going to be reading that book and trying to remind myself that I need to take these 40 days and I need to take this rest before I can apply my personal trainer's certificate to anything, which is okay. I'm getting better at slowing down and not thinking too far in the future and just being in the present. I also want to take a second to shout someone out who left me the kindest review on my podcast on Apple Podcasts. This is from Kay Lavette. 
11. And she basically said that my podcast was her morning motivation to be a better her. And she says that she can relate to a lot of what I talk about. And she's loving the before you speak coffee that I always rave about. And I'm just so blown away by the messages that you guys leave me, especially in the reviews. It makes my whole freaking day when I see a new review. And it's so thoughtful because I love that you guys are loving the content that I put out. And I love hearing that you guys are relating to it. It makes this whole thing worth it. And this is why I do it. I love to connect with other people. And I'm just so thankful that you guys took time out of your day, especially you, Kaylavet 11 Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to leave me a review. If any of you guys listening have not left a rating and review yet and have the time, please do so. It really helps other people come and find my little space of podcasting world. So it really helps other people find my show and just kind of build my community, which at the end of the day is why I'm doing this is because I want to connect with more people, more women, and hopefully relate to everybody. All right. So let's talk about today's episode. This episode is all about acne, skincare routines, how nutrition and exercise play into your skin and the products that you really need. I am not lying when I say that the number one DM that I get is skin related. It's either how do I treat my acne or how is my skin so clear? And to be honest, I'm going to be that annoying person. I have parents who just have really good genes when it comes to skin. And I'm not even going to try and tell you it's this or that. I will say that I swear by sweating. I think sweating almost daily is like the most underrated skin hack ever. But we get into that in this episode. Because I don't personally struggle with acne, though, or any really vital skin issues, I had to call in my esthetician, Audrey, to share some knowledge with you guys. Audrey is a licensed medical esthetician and laser technician who specializes in acne, laser rejuvenation, cool sculpting, body contouring, chemical peels, and so much more. She also studied under Joelle Lee, who was former First Lady Michelle Obama's personal esthetician for years to gain her multicultural skin certificate, which is so major and so cool. I love that she did that. She's all about helping people get real results and find a ritual that works for their unique skin type. Audrey and I are also hosting a giveaway together, so go check out our Instagrams to learn more and stay put until the very end of this episode, and you guys can hear all about the giveaway and the item that we're giving away. Trust me, you guys are going to want to enter this giveaway. If you are somebody who struggles with acne, can't find the right products, or are just looking to elevate your skincare routine, this is the episode for you. All right, Audrey, so let's start by just talking about a little bit of your background with Raw Ritual and why you became an esthetician. Yeah, so, God, I I think my interest in skincare probably started almost nine years ago. Um, I've always been into kind of just the beauty side of things, lashes, extensions, all of that, Um, but started getting into the skin, I'd say really after I had my daughter and my skin just went berserk. Um, breaking out all over chin and jaw. So I knew it was very hormonal based, you know, I'd gone on an IUD and I think that's what kind of triggered it. And, and just being a woman in general, our hormones are like always going up and down. So, um, was dealing with that. Yeah. Probably nine years ago, like, and also early in my twenties, I was breaking out quite a bit. So it was nothing new to me. It's kind of come and gone in stages, but just became really inundated with finding, products and treatments that would work and struggled with that for probably like three to five years um, to the point where, you know, my friends were texting me for recommendations on products and treatments because they know I've like tried it all. So I decided just to um, kind of follow my passion. I had a pretty cushy software sales job and decided to go back to school um, to get into skincare. So it was pretty much a hustle. I was traveling all the time for work, working full time, going to school on the weekends, studying at night, um, and then kind of transitioned into it. 
So it, it was a process. <laughs> That's a are. pretty cool transition though, from doing like a techie job and then going to skincare and beauty. That's a really cool transition. It was. Yeah. And I mean, like, like so happy I, I did it. Could not have done it without like the help of, you know, my husband just supporting that and like, you know, taking on so much. Cause I was like, just completely unavailable. But, um, yeah, I think I'm on my like third midlife crisis. At this <laughs> <laughs> I love That's it. Right. Never stop reinventing yourself. Life's too short. You know? I love it. And so did you have an esthetician that you went to when you were struggling or did you kind of start raw ritual because you really couldn't find anybody who could help you out? Um, I did find a place that I went to. Um, it was uh, specifically kind of for when I was looking for somebody to do um, help me with my acne. I found an acne specific clinic. And at that point was just so desperate for help. Just literally was like, here I am. I will do whatever you tell me to do. Um, so I had her and then like a lot of my friends are in the industry, but kind of more, um, not so much on the skincare side, but more in the injectables and things like that. So I kind of had someone, um, but was sort of all over the place. Cause it's like, who do you trust? You know, I went to dermatologist and like, they put me on the topicals and the antibiotics that, you know, put a bandaid on it, but didn't actually address it. So, right. um, yeah, I was, you know, figured, well, fuck, I'll just figure it out myself. <laughs> I did. Hey, that's how all good businesses <laughs> arise, honestly. You know? Yeah. So. <laughs> so what would you say that your business's brand mission is? Because Raw Ritual is quote unquote a med spot, correct? Yeah. Yep. So can you go into a little bit of an explanation of what a med spa is? Yeah. Med spa is just typically going to offer services that aren't necessarily um, kind of your like foo-foo facials. So I really wanted to, to focus on the corrective side. So that's going to include more aggressive peels, you know, laser treatments, you know, things that typically you really need a medical director to cover you for. That includes products um, as well as services. And then behind like really the brand Raw Ritual. So Raw Ritual to me is, you know, if I can get somebody in, you know, like their raw state, right, where I love it, like I get text messages on the weekends and people are like, I went snowboarding and didn't feel like I have to put makeup on. Um, so me like getting people into that place where they don't feel like they have to cake on makeup to cover up, you know, concerns that they have that's a beautiful, beautiful place to be at, but it does take consistency. It takes that ritual in home care products and professional treatments, you know, unless you're born with perfect skin like you, uh, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people got to work for it. And, um, you know, but with that consistency, like we can get you there and, and get you in like your raw, beautiful state. So that's kind of, kind of the jam behind it. And I will vouch for the fact that these are not foo-foo facial treatments. I got, what was it? A hydro facial? Yeah. It felt like my face was burning off, but I, I looked amazing <laughs> afterwards. I looked beautiful, but I'm like, okay, this is not for yeah. relaxation. This is beauty is pain 101. Yeah. And that's like the foofiest thing I do. So yeah, exactly. That's pretty good. My motto is if it doesn't hurt and it's not expensive, it's not worth it. Right. <laughs> like all good things. So right. Yeah. Let's talk about the services then. So it's the Hydra face facial and what, what other services do you offer? Um, like on the facial side, um, you know, there's a fire and ice facial, which is, is clinical kind of, um, both of those, the Hydra facial and the fire and ice are kind of like your celebrity kind of, uh, go-to facials before like a red carpet event. So you can do them before weddings, things like that. So they're pretty facials. Um, Outside of that, kind of into the more corrective things, you know, like an IPL, that's an intense pulse laser. That's really best for your browns and your reds. So sun damage, hyperpigmentation, um, acne scars, broken capillaries, rosacea, um, laser hair removal, body contouring, smoothing out cellulite, reducing volume. Um, I've got like three different versions of microneedling, your traditional microneedling, microneedling with radio frequency for tightening, and then kind of more of like a fractional, like sublative version for texture, um, mild to mid-depth chemical peels, um, and then like the list just keeps like, now I'm working on like IV therapy and um, dissolving fat injections, so 
Talk to me tomorrow and I'll probably have a whole new list. <laughs> I was about to say, raw ritual is going to be a one-stop shop for everybody. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, that's, it's so fun. And I just want to have enough tools where someone can come to me and I'm like, yep, this is what we're going to do. Cause you know, not every face has the same needs and I kind of totally. need a whole little candy land to, to be able to address everything. So. Totally. And that's why I love your business because you do really cater to the individual person and their unique quote unquote condition or what they're coming in for. Because like you said, you struggle with acne, but like not everybody does. And so you really do tailor the treatment to the person. You have to. Yeah. Acne is a big part of my business. You also do body contouring, correct? Yes. Talk about that. Cause that's so intriguing to me, but I know nothing about it. Yeah. So the device I use is radio frequency based. Um, and basically it, it's really pretty comfortable. It, it gets pretty hot, but ways to like, we're essentially like liquefying kind of the fat, if you will. Um, we kind of heat everything up to a certain temperature. And what it's doing is if you think of your fat cell, like a balloon, it's shrinking that balloon. Um, it's so it's helping with volume. It's also then helping contour, so um, less volume, kind of less pressure we have on that fascia tissue. So it's going to help smooth out those lumps and bumps. Um, but what I love about using radio frequency is that it's also tightening the skin um, around that tissue. So, you know, if you use other treatments that kind of go in and, and just dissolve the fat, you know, like a cool sculpt or something like that, which, which can be great. Um, then you're left with this loose skin. So, you know, you're kind of solving one problem, but then getting another one. So I like that it kind of covers both and, and the results are great. Like I, I think I'll actually pop in later today and get back at my, uh, my chubby little knees. <laughs> <laughs> do you do it on yourself? Oh yeah. That or like, I'll like, oh my God, my poor husband, I got him to like do my saddlebags. <laughs> no way. How long does it take? It's about 15 minutes per area. So it's not bad. I, I can certainly do it. I figured out how to do it. Um, but it's obviously nicer when someone else just does it for you. It kind of feels like a super hot stone massage. <laughs> mm, and can you do it anywhere? Pretty much. Yeah. You know, you've got, you know, calves, knees, saddlebags, um, flank, stomach, triceps, face, neck. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Anywhere you've got a little naughty spot, we can get after it. So how many treatments do you think it would take for someone to really receive results with that? Depends on what your baseline is for body. Usually you want to plan on at least eight okay. and that'll kind of get you at a good phase. You know, I like to then kind of add in maybe some radio frequency microneedling that's going to help kind of further go in and like redensify that tissue. So with body, you got to use multiple modalities. You know, you really have to attack it from different ways. I always recommend getting like the fascia blaster. If you've seen that on, um, pops up on Instagram every here and every now and then. Mm, um, I've, never heard of blast. That. I've got a, a uh, cream that's, that's beautiful as well for kind of clearing like a, a, a pathway, if you will, for the treatment to be even more effective. So yeah, there's a lot that we can do, but you want to plan around eight. They're about one week apart. So it's a little, um, a little bit of maintenance. And then from there, you kind of go in like a monthly or quarterly just kind of maintenance. So if somebody wanted to do this before like a wedding, they'd have to do it a, a few months in advance for, to really see. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into acne because acne was like you said why you kind of started your business was yep. because you really struggled with it so talk about like go more in depth on your journey with acne and kind of the acne that you saw was it hormonal was it you know the triggers and and just talk about how acne um kind of manifested itself for you and how you got rid of it yeah so it really started in my early 20s i remember i mean it was extremely cystic full face and not only that like on my chest and back so um it was pretty debilitating it was horrible i mean i, I grew up in michigan and all we did was go boating and like that's what right. all my friends did on the weekend and here i am in like a tank top not wanting to you know take my shirt off and, and cystic is what again cystic is where it's that really inflamed large kind of nodule acne mm. so not just your little pustule that has a little whitehead 
Like it almost feels like a marble is under your skin. Oh so my gosh. They, they like actually even itch because you just have so much pressure on your tissue. Um, that sounds debilitating. Oh, it was horrible. Like it was horrible. And this was like in my twenties and I just wanted to go like sweat it up and I quit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not taking my shirt off. Like, right. No. Um, so that's really kind of where it's at. And I went on a couple rounds of Accutane, you know, and this was like, not to date myself, but I mean like a good, gosh, what, 20 years ago. So it wasn't really regulated that much then. Mm. And I mean, it just, Accutane completely dries out your oil glands. Mm. Um, you need oil for your joints, for your, I mean, your tissues, like for everything, right? So it's kind of an essential part of our system and it just completely rids your body of that. So there's a ton of residual effects that can be depleted from that. And, you know, to this day, I think I've noticed just issues with, um, with like my gut flora and I mean, just little things, I feel like more squeaky than right. could be. So it's, it's a nasty thing, but it helped. And then I, you know, had all the, the scarring I needed to clean up. So that was a whole nother journey. And then with acne, it's really, unfortunately, something that you can kind of control, but really can't cure. You know, if it's in you, it's, it just tends to be kind of part of your DNA structure and it pops its ugly little head up here and there throughout your life. You know, my sister, I don't think I've ever seen her with one zit <laughs> in our entire life. I just got all of those genes. And it kind of comes in waves and I see it a ton in women that reach their thirties or forties or even fifties. And, you know, a lot of them never even had a breakout, even as a teenager, they're like, what's going on? Um, and so it's really hard to pinpoint what exactly is causing your acne. Mine was definitely more hormonal just based on like where it was uh, coming, which is typically chin and jaw. And that I think was a lot to do with giving birth and going on different birth controls and uh, things like that. So, you know, it's, it's something that you just really, you know, have to find what's worked for me ultimately was getting on the right products, getting on the right routine and being pretty consistent with that. And really just understanding too, big picture, what's your lifestyle, what's diet, what's food, you know, all of that plays a factor in it as well. You know, I could maybe eat a little piece of cheese and break out. <laughs> right, right. Because acne, like, I'm not lying, like, literally the number one question I get in my DMs is, how is your skin so clear? Or how do I get rid of acne? And like, I've never personally struggled with acne. So it's hard for me to really give advice. But would you just say that to anyone who really is struggling with acne and doesn't know how to go about it? Would you say the first step is to really figure out what's triggering it? So it certainly helps. And in my acne consultation, we, we really take that comprehensive look at what is your diet? You know, the big one is dairy. That's a huge no, no, but little things like egg yolks and peanut butter mm -hmm. and, uh, soy. So soy and anything seaweed based. So that's soy sauce, edamame, that's kelp that's miso so your sushi restaurants pretty much out of the, out of the picture <laughs> um so there's a you know like even like whey and um protein you know and like protein shakes and protein bars so there's a lot of little stuff that you can tweak you know because if you think of acne it's it's a it's a toxin release right our skin mm. is how our body basically regulates our toxins so if, if something's purging, then typically it's happening from within. So there's like supplements that I recommend from probiotics to omega-3s to zinc to just a healthy skin like vitamin blend that has the botanicals and minerals. And then there's, you know, things that, you know, we're doing outside, like what's your makeup, you know, what's in your makeup? Um, what's on your pillowcase? Like, are you using fabric softener and, you know, um, recreational drugs. I mean, we're in, we're in Denver. Everyone's like doing edibles. Right. <laughs> Left and right for sure. Left and right. And I'm like, well, that's fine. But like, it's, you know, probably affecting, you know, your skin. Totally. So there's a lot you got to look at. There really is. And I mean, right now these masks are not helping. <laughs> right. Oh like, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Oh my gosh. The masculinity is real. I mean, people that my, you know, clients I've had for years that barely ever had anything are like breaking out now. So yeah, yeah. 
What's your stance on acne medication? Because I know a lot of people, like you said, are on Accutane, or I think there's a few other yeah. ones, but what's your stance on that? Do you have to have a certain type of acne to get on medication or how does that look? So a lot of people, especially when they get to a point where you've been struggling with acne, or even if it's new, you just kind of go to your dermatologist, right? And I've worked with amazing dermatologists. I've been to a million of them myself and they they tend to just kind of go with an antibiotic or a topical route. So that's like a retin-A, a different gel. My skin's personally never reacted well to either of those. Um, well, is acne considered bacteria? It is. That's all it okay. is. So like okay. you got to kind of address the bacteria, but then with the, the, the kind of oral options with the steroids and stuff, it's essentially a, a bandaid to it, right? So your skin's going to look good for maybe three months, but for your kidney and liver, you don't want to be on it for longer than three months. So then what happens after that? You know, you don't want to keep going on it. So, um, you know, there's, and when I finally found this, it's called face reality. It's the, the line that has like a 95% success rate with treating acne, you know, until I got on that line and really saw like results from just topical products. I didn't change anything really. Um, that's when, you know, I realized like, at least try that first, mm. you know, if you, for some reason that's not kicking it in gear, then let's look at maybe enhancing that with, with something else, you know, but honestly, like I've been using it on clients for years now and everyone has responded extremely well to it and hasn't needed to go on, um, kind of anything, you know, any oral medication from it. So mm. I say, let's try something else first. Wait, I need to tell you guys about a coffee that I've been loving that doesn't make me feel jittery or wired or full of anxiety. And that is before you speak. You guys, this is everything I want in a coffee. It's convenient, delicious, and full of health benefits. Their sachets are high-performance, premium instant coffee infused with superfoods. They have two products, the One OG, which is gluten, dairy-free, keto, paleo, vegan, and 100% natural, all of the things, and includes turmeric to reduce inflammation, MCT oils to improve mental clarity, green bean extract to support fat loss, and Siberian ginseng to avoid the caffeine crash and jitters. I had no idea I needed Siberian ginseng in my life, but this is legit a game changer. The Glow Series is packed with collagen, is gluten dairy-free, and helps to promote healthier skin and nails. They're both sweetened with stevia to keep it natural and free of artificial sweeteners. Personally, my favorite flavor is the Glow Mocha, but the Caramel One OG is just as delicious. Both of their coffees can be brewed either hot or cold, which makes it so convenient. Literally, all you do is just get hot water or cold water, tear the sachet open, pour it in, and stir. You guys, everything about this brand is a win for me. Their coffee was designed to be consumer-friendly and easily usable wherever you are in the world, making it an easy grab-and-go option. Before You Speak aims to help you get more out of your day, to keep you caffeinated so that you can focus on getting shit done. Guys, this is the coffee I love. This is the coffee you need. This is the coffee you've been seeing on my Instagram. So head over to us.beforeyouspeakcoffee.com to order some coffee of your own and use my code AMANDA to get 10% off your purchase. Again, that is us.beforeyouspeakcoffee.com with code AMANDA for 10% off your order. Now let's get back to the episode. Can you t ever totally get rid of acne? Uh, sort of. So I'm obviously very acneic and, you know, I'll still get stuff here and there, you know, that might be around um, my cycle. It might be sometimes actually when I'm ovulating, it could be after a fun weekend with dairy and wine. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, and then, you know, and I know it's going to come and I'm like, okay, right. Worth it at the time, but not today. <laughs> so, right. um, you can definitely manage it. And, but you know, people that have it typically understand like they've had, they've kind of seen different waves of it. And, you know, you kind of just understand how to manage it. And when you get to the point, you know, like where I'm at, and it's like, okay, a little guy pops up here and there you are like, I will take that any day from where I was when it was at its worst. Mm. So, um, it, it just has to be managed basically. But sadly it's, if it's in you, it's kind of, <laughs> just, you're more prone to it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So how do you go about treating the acne then? 
So you got to work with kind of get your, your tissue in a good dermal health. You know, you got to look at all of the lifestyle and dietary things to help support that get your tissue in a good dermal health and really feed the acne, um, everything that's going to help calm it. So a big part of face reality is mandelic acid and mandelic is this beautiful AHA that's antibacterial, anti-inflammatory, um, it's an exfoliant, it helps with PIH, so it's antifungal. So that alone, I say, even if somebody has just little congestion here and there, Mandelic serum all day long. Hmm. So it really is a pretty powerful little um, acid that, that helps kind of just calm everything and, and stop it. And then, you know, we kind of have to talk about washes, toners, benzoyl peroxide, things like that to kind of complement it. So I like to sort of get everybody on the face reality line, get everything in a good spot. You know, I've got a couple other um, professional grade lines that then we kind of start to, to phase in other products. So it's, it's definitely a lot of at-home care and sticking to that ritual. I write up a whole morning and nighttime routine for people, and I try and keep it in something that they can stick with budget-wise as well as just product-wise, you know? Some people like something more simple. Um, so we kind of write it up that way. And then treatment wise, typically start with peels to get that bacteria and that inflammation under control. And then we can get into the fun stuff, which is the corrective side. So if there's texture issues from that kind of dimpling, you know, of the, the, the bigger, more cystic acne, if there's the red scars left over, then we create a whole path with peels and lasers and things like that to really kind of get uh, color, tone, and texture under control. So those are your, your custom corrective paths, correct? Yep. Yeah. And then, so a client can just schedule you for the acne clearing program, and then you would do the consultation and do everything that you just said. Yeah. I like to start with the consultation just so we can look at some of that, the bigger picture stuff, and then get some time to personally pick out some products that are going to be specific to their skin type and their acne type. And then, you know, first we want to get the active acne under control before we correct scars because we don't want to keep chasing new scars, right? So let's get everything a little bit healthier and then we kind of get into the corrective phase. Have you noticed like a pattern with a lot of your patients who do come in with acne with maybe a product or a lifestyle change that really helps almost everybody? You mean... Um, like once I switch them to something or something they were using prior. Yeah. Something that you switch them to. I mean, honestly, the face reality line, it's, it really mm. is amazing what it does. Um, kind of for that, that initial introduction, you know, my client clients that are more on like the maintenance routine, which, you know, I'm in is I found this retinol that I, I was so anti-retinol for so long. Until what I is retinol? So there's a Retin-A, it's basically a vitamin A, and then there's derivatives of that, which is kind of your retinol. So it's a little bit more gentler on the skin. This one is, is from Elastin, and I love their, there's the science and the integrity behind their ingredients. And this one is super chemically active, but it doesn't have any of the nasty side effects that mm. a lot of other Retin-A and retinols have, which is uh, irritation, dryness, things like that. And, you know, a lot of people just can't, their skin can't handle it. And so they end up using it like once a week. Mm. So then it's kind of like, well, what's the point in that? You know? Right. Um, so I do love this retinol for maintenance. That's made a big difference, you know, even just combating those little occasional like cycle breakouts that I would get. So, but we got to start with the basics and I love face reality for that. And then on the flip side, would you say that you've seen some, like something similar in a lot of your clients that they're doing and they come in with, with acne before you start working with them? Maybe like a trigger or a common theme that you see? I feel like they, they typically tend to be more on the hormonal side. And again, I can usually tell that just by the placement of the acne. A lot of that stems from birth control, trying different things. And usually just there's, I've kind of noticed almost a rhythm in age. I feel like it's, it's been a lot of people kind of in their early thirties that tend to have this 
change, if you will. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. it's like a pre pre menopause or something. I don't know. Um, That's interesting. So I've kind of noticed that uh, we in Denver get a lot of people from out of state moving in, and it's a very dry environment, and and usually that puts people's skin in a little bit of a spin. So we have to kind of rebalance everything. And um, so that can be a big factor, just your environment, right? Mm. Um, But usually it's not like one thing specifically that, you know, kind of made it it just go nuts. Like typically it's something they've kind of had here and there. um, And unless they've just moved, you know, it can be outside of environmental. Usually I'd say it's more like a hormonal effect. Which probably makes it so much more frustrating because it's so much harder to pinpoint and then treat. Oh, it, tell me about it. Yeah. And that's, you know, people are like, I'm breaking out from this or that, you know, or they're just like, you know, it, you can't ever say like, it was this one thing that made right. break right. out because it's, it's so hard to pinpoint that because if you're, it's all connected, right? So if you're, let's say your adrenals are off, maybe you're not like sleeping properly, um, that can throw your adrenals off and your adrenals can throw your hormones off. Um, you know, if like you're having issues with even processing toxins in your kidneys, like that can then throw the adrenals off to throw the hormones off. So it's, it's just, it's all one big. I mean, I always, I always say, and I always notice in my own self is like, whenever my internal feels off, it's usually something in my external that's triggering it. So like if I'm really stressed out and there's a lot going on in my life, I probably, like you said, I'm not sleeping well, or I probably, you know, might be just noticing little hormonal changes within within my skin or whatever. I think, I think it's so important for people to really, if they want to make a change in their skin to really look at these external factors and what, what is playing into your internal. Yep. I mean, stress is a big one, you know, and that's probably a big part of why everyone's breaking out right now as well. Totally. Um, you know, things are just different now. I mean, you, you might not have like day-to-day stress, but it just little things are different. Right. <laughs> it's kind of day-to-day living in the middle of COVID. Um, I don't know if it's the middle, but... <laughs> Who knows what the fuck it is? Hopefully it's the middle and then it's over next year. Yeah. The tail end. Let's go for that. Um, but yes, things are, so it, it all plays a factor. Yeah. Can you talk really quickly about the different zones of where acne manifests itself? So you mentioned that, you know, around the mouth is more hormonal. Where else do you kind of see in terms of like, what does a T-bone area mean and, and stuff like that? Yeah, so the the T zone can just be typically kind of like your oilier areas. Um, you know, I I see a lot more on like teenage boys on their forehead. Mm. Interesting enough, that could be you know all these boys got their long hair now. <laughs> so <laughs> yep. that you know yeah, there's like you know just contact acne too. So are they in hats? Are they in like sports helmets? You know, that's mm. obviously not going to help. Um, sometimes it presents on the cheeks and that could be like, are you on your phone? Do you tend to sleep on that side? You know, it's funny because I, as I talk to my clients, they're like, oh, that's like the side I, you know, cuddle on my boyfriend or my husband. And I'm like, oh, oh. my gosh, tell your boyfriend or husband to take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true though. It's the, it's just like they're, you know, they have a hairy chest, like, right. you know, they've got oils on that. And, um, you, you know, like my single clients, they come in and then their chins are broke out. I'm like, who are you making out with? Yeah. <laughs> I call it the makeout breakout. It's a real, <laughs> Oh my God. Caught. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, make those boys wash their dirty little face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So selfishly, because I love nutrition and exercise. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about how nutrition and exercise play a role in your skin because whenever somebody asks me, and I don't know if this is annoying just because I've never, again, like suffered with really terrible skin. Whenever sure. someone's like, how is your skin so clear? I always say I drink a lot of water. Yeah. I sweat a lot. And yeah. my, you know, my endorphins are just, I, I always make sure I'm getting endorphins because I work out most days. Yeah. What do you think your stance is on nutrition and how it plays a role and in, in exercise and how it plays a role in, in skin and beauty. Oh, nutrition is huge. It's, it's really is. I mean, when I, and I do pretty intermittent, um, like juice cleanses and my skin always looks the best when I'm feeding it what, what my body needs, you know? Mm. Um, 
and I can tell again when I get into salty foods and you know it's gonna it's gonna have a direct reflection so um diet plays a huge factor it really does eat your fruits and vegetables that's so interesting though because I feel like diet plays a huge factor yes but also the specific diet for specific people, because say if I eat a lot of fruit or if I do a juice cleanse, like I feel like sugar really makes my skin worse. Mm, interesting. Even if it's natural sugar. Yeah. I wonder if you have like a little purge. Yeah. I don't that. know. It's weird. So, see, everyone's different. So right. makes my job super fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, it just keeps everything super interesting for you. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And there's, you know, like healthy sugars and things like that. But yeah. Um, and sometimes, yeah, there's eating for your blood type and all that can play a factor. Right. You know, um, but, but in sweat, you know, it, it can be good and bad. Like sweat is comprised of water, which hydrates. It's comprised of minerals and salt. So as you're sweating, like that can add to exfoliation, which is always good. Um, it's I think sweat is literally the most underrated like beauty hack ever because I, I yeah. swear that I notice whenever I'm working out more or just even after I sweat, like I have a glow. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, sweat's purging your skin. So it's purging bacteria, dirt, oils, all those things. Um, and sweat's actually like the same, it's the, the pH factor that your skin wants to be at. So mm. And that way it's good. You just don't want, you know, it to be on there for a while. You know, I hear people like, oh, I work out in the morning and then, you know, I go to work. I'm like, well, we're <laughs> where's the face washing? Yeah. Where's the face washing in that like routine? And so what's bad then is if it, if it sits there, right? So if it's, it's great when you kind of first sweat and your pH is all happy. And then when it just like reabsorbs, if it doesn't get clean, then it's going to change your pH factor. And that's where it can lead to irritation, rash, or congestion. Mm. So you, you just great to sweat, go in a, you know, steam room sauna, um, get it out, but then get it clean. Just wash your face after. <laughs> wash your face. I tell people even minimum, like bring a toner on a cotton round, you know, like just, yeah. But Yeah. Make your life um, easy. Wash your face before you sweat too. You know, you don't want to just wake up and go to the gym from everything you've been you know, sweating out and going mm. through the night. That's a good point because I, I forget to wash my face before I go to the gym because I'm, I'm thinking, well, I'm just going to sweat anyways. I'll just wash it afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're going to want to just, you know, whatever you've been getting into in the middle of your dreams. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rolling over in the middle of the night, my boyfriend's hairy chest. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Are there any foods that you think people should avoid that plays a huge role in exacerbating acne? Dairy. Dairy is one of the biggest ones, you know, and again, kind of that peanut butter, you know, egg yolks was a big one that I shocked me when I went through my acne program because I, I don't eat a ton of meat. So I was very heavy on peanuts and egg yolks. And that mm. I noticed was a lot of what attributed to like under my chin. Interesting. So one of those annoying like neck ones. I remember getting my hair done. I was in the shampoo bowl and like, so your head's tilted back. I'm like, oh my God, the whole salon can see my skin <laughs> <laughs> acne. <laughs> Fucking eggs. Um, so yeah, like those things are, are big contributors. You know, what like healthy foods are again, like your fruits and vegetables, you know, um, salmon is a great one just to get those omega threes for, and that's like omega-3s are one of kind of one of the best things you can do specifically to help like balance that um, hormonal acne too. So healthy fats are skin friendly? Yes. Yes, they are. Like avocados? Cause I eat yeah. probably an avocado a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You eat your avocado. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's get into the different types of skin. So there's oily, normal, and dry. How could somebody go about knowing what they are? Because I don't really know what I would be. I'm not, I mean, I guess I'd be normal because I'm not overly dry or overly normal, but yeah. Can you just talk about the different kind of skin types? Yeah. I think you nailed it with normal, you know, at the end of the day, you don't feel oily in the beginning of the day, when you wash your face, you don't feel dry. It, you know, there's really typically, you have a pretty good balanced lipid barrier. So, um, and usually typically nothing, um, really nothing too much you need to work on. You know, those people tend not to 
you know, have a ton of melasma or rosacea, there's pretty kind of in the middle. And so at that point, it's let's keep it clean. Let's, you know, do some good anti-aging, things like that. You know, people on the dry side, you have to determine, is it dehydrated skin or is it dry skin? Mm. Dehydrated skin is you're not drinking enough water for your skin to properly function. You know, I had a client told me that she drank 40 ounces of water a day. <laughs> I'm like, girl, you got like oh bare gosh. minimum 80, like at yeah. least get that up. So she came in two weeks later. She's like, you'd be so proud of me. So she <laughs> did her part in her skin. Like, I mean, it was noticeably improved. So dry skin is, um, and you can kind of do this little pinch test to tell if it's just dry or dehydrated, but dry skin, you just need more you know, hyaluronic acid, you need to really work on that acid mantle, you know, by getting in the right fatty acids, ceramides, you know, everything that our tissue is comprised of. Um, so kind of try and work at it inside out, outside in. And then oily skin, you know, typically those people have larger pores, you know, larger pores, more um, active sebaceous glands, more opportunity for that to kind of come to the surface. So those people typically have more rougher texture, obviously more acne, things like that. Do you think that certain products exacerbate one type of skin more than the other? Like if somebody is, you know, might have normal skin, but they're just using a product that's literally frying their face off. Totally. And that's where I was honestly, before I like got into all this and really understood the science behind skin. I mean, I was doing everything and really everything wrong. (laughs) Like I was- rubbing the shit out of my face. And I mean, like, you do not want to scrub active acne. Um, I was doing all the acids, like the glycolics, the salicylics. I mean, give me an acid, give me the most, the highest strength. So you do really have to find, you, you want to correct it with the right percentage, but also give your time, your skin some time to acclimate to that. You know, when I start people on the program, we start at you know, the lower percentage of the active products. And then we kind of increase it from there. You don't want to just throw your skin like, you know, 10%, you know, benzoyl peroxide, which is typically what's in, you know, like a proactive, Mm -hmm. um, can just make your skin go berserk and dry out. And then, you know, if you're doing too much and drying it out, then your skin's going to overcompensate and produce more oil because it's saying, hey, I'm really dry. So then that that's a whole vicious cycle too. How important do you think it is for people to change up their skincare routine seasonally? Uh, huge, especially, you know, in drier climates like Colorado, you know, I, I always say there's like a summer moisturizer and then a winter moisturizer. And a lot of times a moisturizer alone can can solve that problem. So, I mean, you know, your washes and your, your serums, kind of corrective serums, those can be looked at, but your moisturizer is something that you're going to definitely want to, you know, plan on adjusting seasonally, you know, summer for sure, like get your vitamin C out. That's going to be the best thing to protect from that, you know, uh, UV damage. Um, But again, in Colorado, you know, the sun's always out. So kind of depends where you're at. Obviously, you know, some, some other states are pretty consistent, you know, but um, yep, I think you should always take a peek at, at what's, what you're using, you know, seasonally. Do you think humidity and dryness also is a huge factor? So obviously in the more humid areas, don't use a really, really dense moisturizer. Typically, but again, it goes back to your skin type, right? Mm. So some people are just on the drier side. I mean, you could live in Florida and still be dry. So, mm. um, but then that also goes back to like, what are you doing internally? So, right. Um, yeah. I mean, humidity definitely plays a, a factor topically, but then it's like, what's kind of driving that internally too, you know? Totally. Okay. And then I want to get into skincare routines and certain products, like specific products. So what would you say is your personal skincare routine? Uh, A lot of what I use is face reality. I say that I will literally like take that Mandelic gel, have it like, I'm going to get cremated, but I'll take it in the (laughs) with me. (laughs) Love the Mandelic. I mean, if I'm out for like three, three days, it's like, I can just feel like my skin's like, what are you doing? Oh my goodness. Um, That's crazy. 
So I love, love, love that. And I kind of play with the percentages, you know, just to, um, based on again, time of year and you know, where my skin's at. So my routine is, um, like in the morning, um, Mandelic wash or the his clinical cleansing complex. Um, so just a good, good kind of basic wash. Um, I do a toner that controls my oil cause I'm on the oilier side. And then I'll do the Mandelic, um, or sorry, I'll do the vitamin C first. Got to have your vitamin C on, and then I'll do the Mandelic um, moisturized sunscreen. So a little high maintenance, but again, like it's just part of my routine. If I timed it, I mean, my gosh, it's probably 40 seconds. Right, that, right. You know? Sounds like a lot, but it's really pretty quick. Um, and then at night, wash tone. I like this active serum and then a retinol. So I always tell people, if you want to be bare minimum, then invest in a good vitamin C during the day and something really active at night. So, you know, that you can go to like a, a beauty box at the mall or something like that and try and find, you know, a product um, kind of similar to that. But my issue there is just like they don't typically the professional lines with the really good high quality ingredients, you need a medical director to, to have, and they're just not going to want to, you know, typically deal with that. Right. So I always say like, don't even waste a dollar on a vitamin C that's not going to be effective. Mm -hmm. um, vitamin C I'm super nerdy about because it, it comes down to like the Dalton size, which is how they measure the molecular structure of the vitamin C. So you want to make sure it's small enough to actually penetrate where it needs to be effective, right? Um, anything else is just kind of sitting at your epidermis and, and that's pointless. Um, so get a really, really good quality vitamin C and then get something active at night, you know? And I mean, start this in your twenties, girls <laughs> and boys, like that's my best advice, you know, from somebody that's reaching 40 is um, start now, you know? So you're not like chasing it as you age. What is the benefit of doing vitamin C during the day? Like what's the actual science behind that? So what vitamin C is doing, so you're out in the sun, right, during the day, and you're getting that UVA and UVB exposure. Essentially what that's causing, if you're not protected, is free radical damage. So what free radical damage is doing is, is basically breaking down kind of the molecular structure of the cells. And the cell always wants to be satisfied and, and have the right kind of mixture um, of ions and everything. So if it's not satisfied, it's gonna steal one from its neighbor. And then that's gonna steal one from its neighbor. So it's this chain reaction of your skin breaking down. And what it's breaking down is your collagen and elastin. Collagen and elastin is obviously what's keeping our faces firm and plump. Right. Um, you know, I have an eight-year-old, if I pinch her arm, it's, it's all like in one piece, if you will. If you start to pinch, you know, um, someone typically like in their thirties, even, you know, women start to lose collagen at about 25 and men mm. around 35, which is total garbage. But <laughs> <laughs> Why is it always like that for men and women? Men always get the better half of it. I know all the time, but whatever. Um, we have boobs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We like look better. <laughs> a, lot of other a lot of other things. Um, but like if you pinch like, you know, someone in their thirties, like it, it just, the tissue starts to separate and that's because you don't have that collagen and elastin, like holding it together. So vitamin C is preventing that, that degradation from happening. And it's also helping reverse existing damage. There's a pretty cool video from SkinCeuticals. They cut open an apple and put their vitamin C on half of it and just let it oxidize. If you've let an apple sit out, you know, it turns brown. So the side that did not get the vitamin C got brown. The side that got the vitamin C was white and healthy. Like it just wow. opened. And then they put the vitamin C on the side that was brown. So it already oxidized. It had turned brown and then it actually turned it white. So wow. it like reversed us. So it was, it's such a cool video to understand like how impactful vitamin C is. So, and you want it during the day because that's just when you're exposed to the UV the most. Right. And then retinol, that's good at night for what? Retinol is best for kind of like that cellular turnover. So if you get that healthy cellular turnover, then you're, it's going to help with fine lines, wrinkles, um, making sure that that 
dead skin isn't building up and causing congestion. So it's going to help. It's, you know, great for acne prone, um, blemish prone skin so, and texture. So it, it really can kind of give your skin that like glassy look and, you know, help prevent and correct, you know, aging basically. <laughs> and then if you were to recommend any products for busy girls and guys out there who just, you know, want a simple skincare routine, what would you say are your best products that you would recommend for like the basics? Oh, what does basic mean? I don't <laughs> basic, Amanda. See, that's um, the thing. I'm like so simple. I'm like, I don't want a 12 step skincare routine. I just yeah. want something that I can put on okay. my face and be good. <laughs> Let's do like three morning and night. Is three okay. doable? Three is perfect. Three, okay. So morning wash, vitamin C, SPF. Oh, perfect. Okay. See, that's, that's doable. Um, yeah. And there's even like some really nice uh, SPFs that have like some moisturizers in them. So that can kind of save a little step there. At night, same kind of thing. I'd say like wash. I really like to combine this active serum, which is like a, a glycolic salicylic lactic with a retinol. So I get, a, you know, you get like brightening, tightening and cellular turnover from that. So, um, but then again, if like you're more dry, then I would say let's skip one of those and like throw in a moisturizer in there. So yeah, wash, vitamin C, sunscreen in the day, and then like just wash in something active at night typically. Okay. Yeah. See, that's doable. And does that order matter? It does. You want to layer your products from kind of the, the smallest molecular structure to the largest. So if you think of the layers of the skin, you want to make sure the one, you know, if you have like a really creamy kind of lipid based moisturizer, if you put that on first, then it's basically going to impede your serums from, from, for penetrating to where they need to go to be effective. So mm. yeah, they're light to heavy. Light to heavy. Okay. Yeah. And then what are three things that someone listening right now can do to improve their skin? Start on vitamin C. I don't care how old you are. Start on something active at night. Wash your damn face. <laughs> <laughs> Love the simple tips. Love it. All right, Audrey, where can people find you on social media? I'm at Raw Ritual um, on Instagram. Um, it's pretty much my website too, rawritual.com, ritual with an E at the end. And based here in Denver, Colorado, but so I do virtual consultations. So even if you're not in Denver, I'm happy to just, you know, set up a meeting, even if it's like a, a FaceTime, just to really see what you're tackling specifically. And then also just to either make product recommendations or like weed out what, what you're using. You know, some people come and they've just, they've got like, you know, five AHAs and we just don't need that much. So happy to do that as well. And if somebody wants to come see you in person at your med spa, what, what service would you recommend for someone starting out with just like a simple facial? Um, there is a skin consultation available, so we can always start there, but honestly, a hydrofacial really is good for about any skin type. It's, it's, it's got this like vacuum vortex to it. So it's really nice to, you know, vacuum out congestion. So even people that before I even start them on like my acne kind of clearing program, sometimes I like to start with a hydrofacial just to get a good base, you know, let's get things clean. Let's get things hydrated. Um, so you could be acneic, you could be oily, you could be dry, you could be normal and get a hydrofacial. And it gives me an opportunity to also just see your, how is your skin reacting to it? You know, it, it's got a little bit of glycolic salicylic. So are you more on the sensitive side? You know, um, are you on the dry side? So it just allows, it's a good first date, you know, with your skin. Just to Love see. it. That sounds like everything I need right now. I need another hydrofacial. <laughs> I need to come in. Been too long. It has. All right. So Audrey and I are actually hosting a giveaway that you guys can go check out on both my Instagram and Audrey's Instagram. So she's going to talk a little bit about what that giveaway item is and how you guys can use it if you win it. Yeah. So I'm going to give away, it's a is clinical fire and ice at home facial kits. So what they did was create their fire and ice has been kind of a famous like celebrity facial. Um, it's, it's basically a combination of two treatments. It's a very powerful, intensive resurfacing mask, the fire. Um, it's got a little spice to it, which again, I love, and I think you do too. You feel like <laughs> it <burn. laughs> um, So it's got like, glycolic in it, vitamins A, B3, a lot of like 
um, really good, powerful, like resurfacing ingredients. And then the other, the ice mask is super soothing, nourishing, very hydrating. So the, the effects are stunning. I mean, your skin is just like almost poreless. Um, it really helps to even like lift out some hyperpigmentation. I love it. If you're, if you're blemish prone, I love again, the exfoliation that it does. And then also like treating the, the inflammation. I mean, you could be pretty much any skin type and, and benefit from this. Um, so basically it's two masks. Um, and then the at home kit is just a little pH different than the professional one, just so people aren't like burning themselves at home. Um, but it's all in one kit. It's kind of got everything you need as well as all the topical like aftercare serums. Um, everything's kind of set out for you and labeled in steps. Um, and I'm happy to kind of walk people through that as well, but it's really pretty. And then in the kit, you should get about two face treatments and like one face and neck. So depending if you wanted to do, you know, um, all the way to your chest, you should get one or two. So kind of fun for like a little date night or girls night too. I wish I could enter this giveaway myself <laughs> so I can get this. <laughs> I love it. Like I yeah, do it to my husband all the time. <laughs> love it. Okay, guys, we'll go to our Instagrams and enter that giveaway for a chance to win the Fire and Ice Kit. Good luck. Good luck.